When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, search for it in your app store. You heard what I said. What the hell are you guys laughing about behind the scenes? Yeah, what are you laughing about behind the scenes? Yeah, what are you? Tell us. I was just making sure Brittany was still awake this morning. Honest to God. Here's Brittany. Yeah, typing man. in my email, getting us all ready. Yep, yeah, man. Yep, yeah, man. I can't be on there. <laughs> Don't mind us trying to do a show, Brittany. Giggles, Mickey. The greatest. We get to tell people today this is the last last three hour show we're going to do. We're going to shorten the show because oh, yeah. the show's too damn long. Oh, yeah. And that's on me, by the way, because I went, no, it's, this is too long. We can get this all done in about an hour and a half, right? We're doing the same show, but it's going to take half as long to do it. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, the, the radio's over. I'm sorry. They can claim all they want and all the rest of it. Uh, and look, there are still people that do very well and all the rest of it. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, it's like I don't have a desktop phone anymore either. Right? That's true. Yeah, not using the rotary phone to call anybody. <laughs> oh, wait. That had to be, what, in the 1950s, the last time there was a rotary phone? I don't know. My grandma had one, and I remember being oh, yeah. in, like, intermediate school thinking that it was some sort of antique and so I'd just sit there and like play with it all day and she's like yeah. you're gonna call somebody like it still works Tevin you can't just <laughs> my grandfather who was one of the my grand my grand my mother's father might be a bigger prick than my father was there's a possibility Ooh, that's, that's there'd be a battle you know what I mean but I do remember one time I walked into my it would be my grandmother's house and he, for some reason, was there because they, they were divorced and all the rest of it. I don't, they never got divorced, but they weren't, they didn't live together for like the last 60 years of their lives or whatever. I swear to God, and this is when I'm a little kid and all the rest of it. So I, I'm going to grab these glasses. This is going to be the phone receiver. Remember when there were receivers on phones? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. desktop. I suppose people under about your age would not even know what a rotary phone is or a dial phone for that matter. Yeah, it's funny because like little kids won't do this, like the thumb right. pinky thing, to, right? Uh, to imitate a call, they'll do their hand. Okay, now this is my grandfather, prick that he was, thinks this is how a phone works. Okay, picks up the phone, puts it up to his ear, and goes, "Hello, Bill." It's like, no, no, Grandpa, you got to dial out. You got to. <laughs> you just pick up the phone, and they just hop right up. I don't think he understood the technology, basically. Phil, Phil, are you there? <laughs> Grandpa, why don't you have another fifth? What do you think of that? That's yeah, a good right. idea. Well, you had to be hammered to do something like that, I would think. I would hope. 
He had this still going too. He had this. He had the the ladder less. Oh, yep. Jesus Christ! You know, you hear that all the time. Was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever have anybody in your family had a ladder less? Not, not in my family, no. but I remember being in high school and going to uh, the Minnesota Vikings football camp over at St. Thomas, and there was this yeah. guy. There's a kid that had a lateral S, and he tried to be, you know, the leader of the group. Yeah. And I remember him gathering everybody around. He's giving us this rah-rah speech, and he starts, you know, jamming and slurring his life like this. And everybody goes, how about you learn how to talk, and then oh. you can talk to us. And they kicked him out of the group. That is cold. What like, causes that? I mean, why would you not just talk like that? You, you, have to, you have to push the air out the sides of your mouth to talk like that. I wonder why they thought that was the way to talk. That's a good question, because I know um, – like stutters, for example, like Brad Williams was just on his podcast saying that his, he got his stutter because his parents forced him to write right-handed rather than left-handed. So it like oh, triggered yeah. something in his brain. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering yep. if there's probably something like that for the lateral S as well. Yeah, it's a, it could be a brain malfunction or I, I shouldn't say malfunction, but a brain difference, I guess yeah. is a better way to put it. Something like that. But yeah, he was, he was something else. I remember he called me, he called my mother's house. It was her father called the house and go, Who's this? I said, it's Tom, Grandpa. Jesus Christ, I need some help over here. Get the FBI's to come over. The FBI's? Is that their new title? <laughs> so you have a lateral S, but you want to add that S to everything? It's not just the FBI. It's the FBI's. Yep. It's, it's, maybe it's just because we notice it more, but if I feel like people with a speech impediment, whatever syllable or letter they struggle with, they tend to say that. An outrageous amount of times. Like, I, I find agree. a way around it. I'm not saying my S is if I have a letter less. Yeah, there you go. And it's so noticeable. I feel like, do you, have, do you guys ever have that thing where you notice somebody do something once and then it ruins? Like, for mm -hmm. me, it's it, it, there's in music. Um, like, Colby Calais used to be, like, a superstar. Mm -hmm. And then one time I was like, God, she breathes so loud in these songs. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I hear it now, it's like... You've been sleeping for a while now. <gasps> every every break, really, I, I can't I can't ignore it. It's so loud. It's so prevalent. I don't know how it was like atop the charts for as long as it was. Mm -hmm. Just it was heavy breathing with a little bit of music. Now you guys wouldn't remember this character either, but there was a character on the Little Rascals, which was a TV show, and it was long before my time. But they used to run it on TV right up until like the '70s, something like that. But the little rascals had all these different characters on there and they would do different things. And I mean, uh, you know what? I don't want to get too deep in it because, look, we're not making fun of it. Everybody always thinks when you talk about things like this, you're making fun of somebody else. It's like, no, we're just talking about what actually happens and what it's all about, what causes it and how it sounds. Did, yeah. you, did we make fun of anyone? No, but people will think we did. You I know mean, that. Right? Yeah. And I mean, we could make fun of somebody if they wanted to. Like. We couldn't go that route, but no, if you're just talking about it, who cares? Yeah, What's your little down. rascal story? Uh, I forgot it now because I was I just just thinking about that whole thing. I, I honest to God, what I did right in the middle of that is glance down at the headlines like, oh my God. I I literally have decided, um, because once again, I I have beliefs on both sides of issues and all the rest of it. I can actually look at both sides of one issue and go, Oh yeah, that makes sense. The one on the left and the one on the right, they both make sense, but it'd be kind of nice if they could find a place in the middle. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, I think that's looking at something rationally and logically is when you can, because there's not one side is 100% wrong and the other side's 100% right. Otherwise, there really wouldn't be two sides. It's like, yeah. So you can take bits and pieces from 
each side and say like, yeah, okay, I see where that makes sense, but maybe I wouldn't take it that far. Yeah, everybody needs to calm down. And so, you know, one thing I did notice, they're doing more and more and more now in the news as we get closer and closer in the an election year. So now they're starting to call people like me. Who's Adam Kinzinger? I know I've heard that name before, but I don't remember from where. And, I, and he looks very familiar, but he was on, uh, I think it was CNN. Well, it had to be CNN because he's a very liberal guy. He was on CNN. And, he, and everybody now has to be called a name. Mm-hmm. It's not just the opponent. It's that slimy bastard kind of thing. Yeah, like, is that a good idea on national television to be doing things like that? Yeah, and it looks like he's a representative from Illinois. Oh, he still is? It looks like, yeah, through 2023. So I don't know if he's actively there right now, but that's his life. Yeah. He's a Republican. He was a Republican, I think. Oh, he isn't anymore. I I think he was a Republican, and now he's a Democrat, and he was horseshit at both. Let me put it that way. You're a bad Republican and a bad Democrat. What do you think of that, Adam? No, he's one of those guys that's a big-time name caller. That's why I'm saying that. He loves Mm. to call people names. And I think he did a bunch of stuff... In the military? I don't know yeah. why he seems familiar yeah, to me, too. I remember when I first saw him, I kind of agreed with a lot of what he said, but the more power he got, and the more, not power, but the more, uh, like it's not even, I guess, popularity or notoriety or whatever the hell you want to call it, whether it's positive or negative or whatever, but, but he's not, he was a very pleasant guy, I remember, several years ago, but now he's just got this edge to him. But I suppose everybody does. Everybody's pissed off right now, I guess. I'm not. I was for a while, and I decided, you know what? I can't let these people make my... I got a great family. I got great friends. I got a great job. My life is wonderful. I'm not going to go around pissed off every day. I got a great life. Sorry. Right? Right. Just work work your ass off, get to where you want to be, and then you don't have to put up with that bullshit. Just you guys whine and piss and moan and call everybody else names and argue and all that in in Washington, D.C. Good for you. But I just, I don't see where it's going to get you. Another uh, mad, attempted mass murder last night, but I think I think they broke it up before they pulled it off. So we're only, we're only going, there'll only be six mass murders this week instead of seven. So that's good. Where was this now? I hadn't even heard of this. Uh, it just popped up, as a matter of fact. I don't remember where it was, but yeah, they, uh, they arrested the guy. I'm looking at uh, the complete sheet right now, and they don't usually have stories like that up there. I'll find out where it is, but. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's just everybody. I I understand you watch uh, television, the national news, and if you know watched either side, you're going to get very pissed off because I did for a while, and then I, I figured, no, no, they're they're working me. I'm not going to get pissed off about this stuff. I know you're trying to work me to vote this way or that way or whatever whatever you're trying to do. I just refuse to let them affect me anymore. Like your people are imbeciles. Whatever. Yeah, and I tried to because when you said the uh, mass shooting. Uh, whatever plot was kind of thwarted. So I thought, oh, I'll just type in, you know, shooting suspect oh, arrested because there shouldn't be too many options that pop up. Uh, there's a lot that happened in the last couple couple days that uh, that's not a saying that there was a shooting shooter that was uh, arrested doesn't uh, narrow it down enough. No, no. Which uh, which one of the 50 states didn't have one? That's what uh, I Well, yeah, at. it looks like there was Philadelphia, Edmonds Police, Albuquerque, Scranton, Bro- Van Brocklin. Jesus. Um, and then I can click to expand to get to more because they can't fit it all in the city. <laughs> Sheet. I'm, I'm sorry to laugh yeah. at this because the people lost their lives, but it's yeah, like, it's my sad. God, would you calm down, right? Absolutely. No, it's the fact that it's overwhelming that we're laughing at, not the the 
act itself. Yeah. It's the fact that this news is overwhelming. You know, it's kind of like when Phil does a sports report and it just overwhelms everyone. And they just yeah, it really is. Yeah. so much more because of him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, if you Google Phil Mackey accolades, Phil Mackey yeah. awards, yeah. you're going to have to click that more button, scroll down. Yeah. Just nonstop. There's no yeah. question about it. Mm-hmm. What's happening, yeah. sir? How many uh, how many legendary coaches have we seen? I don't know if you've been following this. Nick yeah. Saban done with Alabama. Bill Belichick uh, out in New England. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll would be a headline, but he's kind of buried behind those other two guys yeah. out in Seattle. So yep. kind of a bunch bunch of guys who've been running the running the show the last twenty years or so are looking for jobs or looking for a retirement spot this week in football. Are people getting harder to coach is that you think that's at least a part of this yeah there's i mean yes and i know i think it was i can't remember which one one of them actually talked about this i think it was nick saban nick saban talked about going into the homes of of families and a couple things number one you have to worry in college football you have to worry about the uh the nil money now right it's it's not enough nick nick saban for 20 years could just walk into a living room with the parents of an 18-year-old high school football player and say, hi, I'm Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. Would you like to play for Alabama? Yes. Great. Awesome. Sounds good. Be there for five years, and then we'll send your kid out to the NFL now. Mm-hmm. Uh, now kids can transfer. Kids kids want $4 million in NIL fund. And, uh, and Saban was saying recently, because he's in his early 70s, that he would get pushback from moms and dads and players saying, well, how, are you really going to still be the coach in like four or five years? Oh, or are you going to retire? And he said, it got hard to lie anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So he is, he is stepping down. Yeah. I could see that. You're talking about some great coaches, not just, uh, well, every one of them won a damn Super Bowl or seven. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. Belichick, six Super Bowls, Nick Saban, seven national championships, six with Alabama. Oh, Pete Carroll built USC into a dynasty in college, although we we vacated. That's the funny thing. So he had to vacate the national championship from like 2004 because Reggie Bush took $1,000 and a car. That's right. And now the USC, we, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Now the USC quarterback literally has like a $20 million penthouse, 19-year-old kid in Los Angeles. So t- times have changed. And Pete won a Super Bowl too with the, with the Seahawks. So yeah, pretty good run there. You know, I got to mention something to you that uh, that Andy and Melissa came to town, so we went on a little drive, uh, you know, down to West Palm Beach or Palm Beach or whatever. And he said, "I've never seen Mar-a-Lago. Would you mind if I drive? We drive past there." I said, "Yeah, no problem. We drove go past there." And I, have you guys ever seen Mar-a-Lago? Only from pictures. Yeah, it is gigantic. It's like an entire city block in Minneapolis. Yeah. It takes up that much room. It's this massive building. And then the buildings across the street, there are three of them on the ocean. Now this and that. And Andy looks and he says, didn't they say that this place was worth less than $18 million? I said, yeah, that's one of the things they're going after him for. He dials in the value, uh, the estimated value of it, according to professionals. Uh, one of them rated at about a half a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> How do you accuse somebody of lying about how much something's worth when they underplayed it by a couple of hundred million dollars? Does Mar-a-Lago show up on Zillow? Do you, ever, do you guys ever go on the, the Zillow app or website? You can just like look at people's home yes. values and creep yeah. on them. Can you just like yeah. punch in Mar-a-Lago on Zillow? 
Uh, yes. And I'll tell you one thing that I'm glad you brought that up because Andy did the next thing that we, he dialed in the next door neighbor. The next door neighbor's house is 5,000 square feet. Mar-a-Lago is probably 20,000 square feet, something like yeah. that, four times. 5,000 square feet right next to Mar-a-Lago is worth $35 million. Yeah. I've always said this, like, you know, you, whenever, whenever you're in Florida or anywhere down, you know, along the ocean, I've spent a lot of time on, on like Sanibel Island in my uh, oh, yeah. old sure. twins baseball beat writing days. Sure. Whenever, whenever they stop giving addresses to the houses and just name the houses, you know, <laughs> you know, you're in rich man territory. Yeah, for sure. You know, the only problem with that, and this is for all five of us, as you're driving down the road, it's 35 million, it's 50 million, it's 70 million, it's a couple of billion, 200 million, whatever, half a billion, whatever it is. You sit and realize, you know, if somebody just gave me 25 million dollars. I still couldn't afford to buy that house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. It's amazing. Yeah. A lot of money, man. You just it, put a mortgage on it, make your payments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How does that work? Like if you're, let's say you're a, you know, you're a billionaire. Do you take out a mortgage or do you pay, do you pay cash for your house? Well, it's interesting because if you do take out a mortgage, you're basically writing that off. So you're using other people's money. So I would guess a lot of very wealthy people do take out mortgages. Yeah. I mean, it would be a power play to just be, you know, there's a $25 million sure. house in the hills somewhere and you can just like bring a briefcase. Cash. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, would that be a 15-year or 30-year? It'll be a briefcase, right. actually. It'll be about yeah. a 15-minute. How long does it take you to count this cash? That's about how long it's going to be. Exactly. Hey, you wonder about that. What is the – does anybody have any idea the most expensive house in Minnesota? There's got to be you know, one. funny. I was literally just looking that up here. You were I am on Zillow. There you go. Let's go. Let's go recently. Should we go recently sold? Yeah, I guess. Sure. We'll go current location because I'm in, in the general region here. Let's see here. And we can do filters, right? We can go, let's filter anything. Let's go over $10 million. Yeah, right? I'm going to say the most expensive would be around like $14 million. We'll say $9 million or more here. Okay. 10 results recently sold. Okay. And these are all within kind of a mile or two of the Twin Cities. Okay, Ooh, wow. Phil, Phil, before you continue, don't mention AJ's name, though, as the owner. Oh, it's actually his pictures on this one. Yeah, oh, it's pictures. <laughs> you only got pictures. I told him to delete that one. So it's on a flag flying in his front yard. <laughs> Just AJ's face. Yeah, is this? But this, these feel yeah. like there's like buildings on here. Like this one is a hundred thousand. Oh. That's like a building. But but there's here's one downtown. That's got to be another building. So they're putting full buildings on. Oh, here. that's not fair. Maybe we can do it. I know this is great radio right now. Let's do a bedroom maximum of five and just see what pops up. Okay. One result. It's still another building. You can buy a building for like $70 million. We, need to million. Fill, we, will, we will work this search out. We'll give you the top five most expensive homes recently sold on a future episode. On Monday. Yeah. No, not Monday because Martin Luther King Day. So it'd have to be a week. A week from today. today. Yeah. We'll do it. But yeah. it, it, I'd be honest with you and we'll move on. But it is a little depressing thinking that even if I had $25 million in cash, I couldn't afford to buy that house because it's $35 million. And even if you financed it, you'd have no money to eat. And you got yeah, that, $25 million. Yeah, <laughs> can you really be house poor if you're, if you're that wealthy, I guess? 
I guess so, man. It's a man, different world. Let me put it that way. We used to live. My wife and I spent two years living in Washington, and and so the uh, the hub, there's a there's a Hubbard radio cluster in Washington. So I would mm-hmm. go to the office a couple of days a week. We lived in in a neighborhood called Queen Anne by Lake Union, but I would, I would drive across the bridge across the Washington Lake Bridge, and uh, there's an island called. Mercer Island, I believe, is what it's called, as you're going across this bridge from, like, Seattle over to Bellevue. And I'm not kidding you. I mean, they have, like, it's $30 million houses. It's like the Bill Gates neighborhood and all these, you know. And there are, like, security patrol boats going up and down the shoreline (laughs) in case you ever wanted to get a little squirrely in your your kayak. You know, I'm going to go kayak over to the Gates residence or something. But, man... I always wonder too. You look around. You look around when I go to like Timberwolves games too. You see people courtside. You go and see some of these ten, twenty, thirty million dollars. I want to know. There should be like a label above their head. What did you do to build up that kind of wealth? Well, yeah, it's you know, I'm, I'm always curious. There was a social media trend a few years ago where uh, a page would just go up to you know big mansions and knock on their front door, and when the people answered, they just ask them what they did and. Like surprisingly, a lot of people yes. weren't very. They would be like, "Oh yeah, I'll just tell you what I do and how much I really? make." No problem. Yeah, yeah. There's like two or three TikTok accounts. One of them is is there's there's one that's, "What do you do for a living?" There's another one that's, "Can I tour your amazing, you know, four level mm-hmm. brownstone mansion right. in, <laughs> in New York?" And then there's there's another one too that's, it they, they walk up to like married couples and ask like, "How did you meet?" And I don't know if somebody just walked up to you and asked you that question on the sidewalk with a phone in your face, would you would you think, oh, this is great. I'm going to be on TikTok. Or would you think, get the hell out of my face? Why are you asking? You I would ask question. them a question. How much longer do you think you'll be conscious? Yeah. <laughs> get the hell away from me. And right? that would go viral on TikTok, too. It'd be great. Yeah, that would go viral. <laughs> That's true. Well, most of those videos, they'll be, you know, hey, excuse me, we're going to make a video. Is that okay? And then so then they, oh, the okay. meeting isn't or they're not just filming on the street. Everybody okay. they meet, they'll be like, hey, we're going to make this video. Do you want to be part of it? Okay, cool. And now pretend we just met for the first time and I know your names and we'll go from there. Yeah. See, that's how that's how you produce it right there. Yeah. Heaven. Yeah. Well, that works for me. That's all. Yeah, I suppose if they tell you first, then I probably would talk to them. But if yeah. they just walked up and shoved the phone in my face, I would not like oh, that. Oh, no. Yeah. Not like that at all. I don't know which I'd hate more because now that I mentioned it, it's starting to bug me in the back of my brain that even if I had $25 million, I couldn't afford a house in Palm Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a... That's never going away again. Yeah. No, I, as long as they were polite about it, I, I would cooperate. But if they just shove the... The phone and look, I've had microphones shoved in my face before, and that's probably why I'm so touchy about it. When you know these psychopaths that, that run the state of Minnesota want to call me all these names and all that stuff, what do you think of that? I'm like, get the hell away from me. Yeah, it yeah. is funny. Like, we used to have these shows like Candid Camera back yeah. in the yeah. early 90s, right? Or America's Funniest Home Videos. We'd, you'd wait all week to see, like, oh, yeah. I want to see a funny cat video, I gotta wait till Friday night at 7 30 p.m., <laughs> right. And now yep. you can just scroll through social media and see, and the algorithm will just feed you five hours of dumb cat videos. One of my favorite candid cameras of all time, Alan Funt was the guy's name. He was yep. the host and he owned the show and all the rest of it. So they got, they went to this very high end school and they wouldn't say what it was. They just said it's one of the best high schools in America and interviewed these children. And they get the highest testing kid. This kid was brilliant. I mean, just a brilliant kid. He's probably. 16 maybe something like that 
So he doesn't know who Alan Funt is. They sit down, the kid sits down with Alan Funt, and Alan said, well, we got uh, the test results back, and uh, you're probably pretty excited to hear about this. And the kid goes, yeah, it's going to be great because, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be a doctor or I'm going to work in, you know, the aerospace business or whatever. This is going to be – he said, well, we uh, we ran your tests, and you are absolutely 100% qualified for this job. You'd be great at it. Do you want to hear what it is? And he goes, God, I'm excited. Alan Funt goes – You'd make a perfect shepherd. Get <laughs> <laughs> fun. Just crushed. And he's like, what? No. What? A shepherd. Yeah. Sorry, kid. Sorry, kid. <laughs> yeah, those shows. Yeah, those shows, man. I think a lot of them were on Friday night too. As part of like yeah. the, there was like the T. I used to love the TGIF on ABC, where you had those yeah. all those dumb sitcoms like Full House and. Family Matters, Step by Step. Man, great I was stuff. on that stuff. It was great stuff. There's no question. No question about it. we got about one minute left. Any important sports news we should know about? Well, we've got um, the Twins offseason continues to just uh, be full steam ahead here. Yeah. They, uh, they, they signed a random reliever like two weeks ago, and then they claimed a guy off waivers who's a minor leaguer, and so... Some big, some big moves for your Minnesota Twins. Uh, I think they're still trying to figure out. I just saw another story yesterday that there's there's three teams that are sort of going through this legal process, trying to figure out what their local TV contract is going to be with, you know, uh, the bankrupt Bally Sports North. So um, we'll see if they wind up. I mean, they've lost like five or six key players from last year's division championship team. Yes, but uh, spring training is one month away, so let's uh, let's get to signing a couple guys. Please. It is just one month now. It is very very exciting. As a matter of fact, I, I well, okay, so I adore baseball. I'm a fan of the other teams too, the other sports, but baseball has always been my deal, man. Yeah, because I sucked the least at that. Maybe yeah. that's why <laughs> that's, that's I sucked at them all, but I sucked the least at baseball. So that's good. That's me too. I was. Uh... I, I, I failed out of football when I was in eighth grade. I was uh, also in eighth grade. I was on the B team for basketball. Like when you're on the B team for basketball in mm-hmm. eighth grade, like you're probably not going to the NBA is what yeah. I figured yeah. out. Well, so yeah. Yeah, me too. Baseball was like, okay, I can sit on the bench through high school and act like I belong. Phil and Tom shoulder to shoulder on that story. I'll tell you that flat out. Just eating so, seeds while the good players are out there. <laughs> exactly. We'll have a great almost, three, well, three and a half to four day weekend because once you're done with work today, you got the rest of the day. You got Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. It's going to be a hell of a period. Couple of couple of old fashions in this guy's future. Who's got two thumbs and a, <laughs> a future of old fashions? This guy right here. Well, have a great weekend. All right, see you, everyone. Talk to you next week. Ladies and gentlemen, take a break here. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Chris Egger will join us right after this. Hey, it's a new year. Why not get yourself to a new gun from K&L Surplus and Ammo? I personally know Jim, the owner, and I'm not making that up. He's a great guy. He's been, first of all, I don't do commercials for people I don't like. So there you go. But Jim, yeah, Jim's a great guy. He's been in the firearms business for over 15 years and knows how to set you up with the perfect firearm for your needs. KNL offers one of the widest selection of firearms in the region, including Beretta shotguns, Antica rifles. Uh, high school trap teams are starting to form now, and KNL has a great selection of SKB shotguns. KNL has Tika and SKB both in right and left hand models. KNL also has a broad range of ammunition, including both American and European calibers. If you have a collection of guns that you'd like to sell, call Jim at KNL so he can help you get the best price through his network. 
KNL Surplus and Ammo is on Lake Drive in Lana Lakes and open Tuesday through Saturday. You can also visit them online, www.klgunstore.com. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-ZERORES. That's 952-ZERORES. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-ZERO-RES, backward or forwarded, spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero res carpet care. Ladies and gentlemen, my, I'm Mike Lindell, my pillow employees want to thank my listeners for all of your continued support. Thank you. They're having an overstock clearance and new product sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code Tom and you get free shipping on your entire order too. get 50% off the my pillow 2.0. Also get 50% off the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived it won't last long. Six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items such as mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA, on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb. They have dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM, and you get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-516-5146 or go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Phil Mackey and I were just talking about it, and now the lovely and talented Chris Hager joins us. It's not a very lovely face you're making. What the hell is that? Uh, I was just imagining Phil enjoying his old fashioned and he mentioned that. And I, I too, I too do see a couple of old fashions in my picture. Like, uh, in the next seven, eight hours. It might be before noon at this rate, oh. the way this oh. day is going. Why? What's the matter? I don't know. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5's Chris Eggers brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Channel 5's Chris Eggers brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. So, you were about to tell a story. Uh, no, I was going to say there's lots of hand-wringing today about the weather. Yes. Now, what's the deal? It's going to get below zero. Is that correct? It's going to be cold as crap. Good job on the hand-wringing, guys. Yeah. Um, hand-wringing. The, the biggest thing is it's going to be cold, like crazy cold. 
And even further west from here, they're talking about like wind chills like 50 to 60 degrees below zero. Yeah. Yep. Which is insane. It's not going to get that cold up here. Uh, but there, I've, I've seen about 10 billion different forecasts for the snow totals in the Twin Cities, and they are all over the place. Mm-hmm. I, I would say our organization is going much more conservative on the snow totals. So if, really? people, are, if people are out there listening, hearing some crazy things that were kind of floating around in the last <laughs> 10, 12 hours, I would say maybe that pump the brakes on that a little bit. How's that? One thing I will tell people from Minnesota, because unless you pay attention to the, the, the national weather, which I do all the time, the weather's not nice anywhere and hasn't been for about five weeks. The entire United States is getting hammered by either tons of rain or oh, what's it? El Nino caused all this, right? And they said it might hang on. They said it may hang on till June. Oh, fantastic. That'd be great, wouldn't it? But so don't don't wring your hands too much because the weather pretty much sucks everywhere. Well, it's been pretty good for us for the most right. part. Oh, it, yeah. It, not for people who like winter weather, though. And there's sure uh, there's all kinds of people who rely on winter weather and they need it and they make money on it and they're not making money on it. So, yeah, it's a weird year. That's for sure. I still love it whenever you talk about people skiing and all that stuff. And they're, I am so proud to tell you, growing up in the neighborhood in which I grew up, it's the only place I know, North Minneapolis, the Itterworth Park, where somebody burned down the ski jump. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why would you do that? They burned down the ski jump. Because it's there? Because like, it's there, I guess. Like one of those huge ski jumps? Yes. Like the Olympics where you like, you know, your hands are back and you're up, that type of deal. That's probably not quite that high, but probably not that big. But it was well, first of all, the it's I think number nine, uh, number ten, I think, at Theaterworth Golf Course mm-hmm. is straight up the hill. So they put the ski jump at the top of that hill. So when you did come off the ski jump, you still had a steep slope to land on and just rock it down to the bottom. It was beautiful. So many decided, I don't like that. I'm gonna burn it to the ground. Okay. That's great. Honestly, got somebody's hey Tommy, hop in the car. I said, why? Because the ski jumps on fire. I'm like, what? Oh, I thought you were gonna say somebody said Tom hop in the car, and the next thing you know, you're standing there with a can full of gas yeah, and yeah. a handful of matches. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly it, man. That had to be oh god, probably sixty-seven, something like that, maybe. Somewhere, but but they never did rebuild it either. They decided, really, you don't want a ski jump, then oh, you ain't getting a ski jump. I yeah. guess uh, that ended that, didn't it? I had a friend, Al Trepanier, who was a really good ski jumper, and Al used to jump on that thing. Man, he was really good at. You ever seen somebody who's really good at doing those ski jumps? I mean, I've watched it when it's on TV. I've never yeah. seen somebody yeah. do it in person. It's amazing watching that because you're a few feet off the ground when you come off the edge of that the the, the very end of that ski jump, man. Well, they got one of those like like Olympic level jumps down at Highland Hills. They do, yep. I can't mm-hmm. even look. I just look at that thing and I get like, <laughs> yep. I'm thinking about it right now and I'm getting like hivy. Like I'm starting <laughs> to break out in a cold sweat. Can you freaking imagine no. the balls that it would take to sit at the top of that thing and go, oh, all right, here we go. <laughs> You're right. No question. That thing, that thing is huge. That's oh my God. Honestly, I'm like having a freaking physical reaction thinking about that right now. Even if oh, you like... convinced me to like 
okay, we're now we've gone down. We're mid going down the thing. I'm falling down halfway down the ski jump and I'm not, there's no way I'm even making it to the end to launch myself. Yeah. I'm going to be doing pizza the whole time. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to end. It's just kind of like pizza. slowly fall off the end and I'd be fine with that. Pizza. Yeah. Wait, can what I take a, a tube? Take an inner tube down it maybe. Oh. Old people used to do that at the one at Theater Worth. They used to take an inner tube and go down the, the ski jump on an inner tube. I do remember that. That looked like it might be a little dangerous to me. Yeah, probably not I'd, wise. I'd be more apt to do that than do it on skis, but, I mean, either way, not Uncle, happy. Uncle Tommy's been on skis once in his life. You want to talk? Yet another thing I can't do. <laughs> so there you go. I saw you in the hurricane machine yesterday on Instagram. Oh, saw the- <laughs> that was pretty cool, yeah. Oh, that was Ethan's idea. Two-year-old Ethan. Bop, bop. He hurricane. Yeah. So they put me in the hurricane machine. It was at the zoo. They put me in the hurricane. Did it actually look like I was in a hurricane? Because I haven't seen it yet. Um, I mean, you are you were kind of, yeah. I mean, it looked yeah. like there was a pretty tremendous wind in there. Oh, there yeah. was. Yeah. Well, at first I thought it was one of those money machines that they used to do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought they were like sending yeah. him somewhere in a bank. I was like, yeah. oh, no. That's true. Exactly. But I, I, it was interesting. I will tell you that. But the longer you're in, the harsher the wind becomes. Yeah. And so it kind of sneaks up on you, and all of a sudden you realize it's like, Jesus. Were you ever like floating or anything in there? <laughs> no, not quite. No, we didn't go to the float point. No. It was like, oh, geez. It was actually fun to do, though. And the reason it was so fun is because a two year old Ethan is laughing his ass off watching me. Well, yeah. He thought that was hilarious. So good for you, right? Right. See, you, you, way to entertain, Tom. You're a good grandfather. Oh, I'm telling you, honestly, God, I love my family. And that's the one thing, like I said, we were just talking a little earlier. And we're talking about the national news, not the local news. You watch that and everybody's so damn crabby and in a horrible mood. No, look around at your family. You look at your friends, your job, your life. Don't be crabby because these assholes are acting like on the national news. They make a lot of money acting like jerks. You don't have to suffer through that. Right. I think, I think it is good to evaluate the people around you and try yeah. to get away from that. I, I would agree. It is a wonderful thing. Except for then I walked up and, and Catherine, what do you want? It's like, oh, okay, never mind. Do you no. read the riot act? Yes. Oh, yeah. You can see me. Brittany, can't you see me reading the riot act to Catherine? I don't know what gives me more anxiety. That ski lift, thinking driving by that ski lift or thinking about you reading Catherine the riot act. That. That'd go over huge. You. That would go over huge, no question about it. So, you know, kind of looking at the news, there's uh, we already went through the list of uh, mass murders in the last uh, couple of weeks. So, you know, let's just keep murdering everybody in sight. What a great idea. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Well, this isn't murdering, but there's, well, that's not a good, everything I've got is depressing. Um <laughs> We did go up to Mille Lacs yesterday and talk to a couple resort owners who were like, oh, my God, thank God the weather's finally going to get cold because we're so far behind. We're several weeks behind on all of our customers. And we interviewed somebody in Grand Marais the other day. And Grand Marais, like, they wintertime is huge for them. Coming up and going to Lutzen and just, you know, going to Grand Marais, the downtown area itself. And everyone's... Those folks are very happy to have this colder, colder weather coming. So, I mean, 
that's that's not an awful story. They're happy. Well, I'll tell you that that's another thing you could you could look at in a very positive way. We live in one of the most lake-filled uh, metropolitan areas in the country. Beautiful lakes, mm-hmm. and it's what a one-hour drive, maybe seventy-five-minute drive up to Lake Malax. What a great! I love Lake Malax. What a great place. It's so cool when you're coming up on it, and then yeah, it, it to is. me, it's still like. Um, to think that there's an the inland lakes are so big that you cannot see the other side like right. that, that is just right. it's it's mind-boggling to me no i agree with you i love that lake it, great times up there uh matter of fact it was at a bar on lake malax i went in with my friend chris and they had a new some kind of honey beer this was 20 years ago maybe something like that they had some kind of new beer or whatever so he said, you want to try a couple? So we kept ordering it. And finally said, okay, you know what? We're going to leave in a couple minutes. One more round. He goes, we don't have any more. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Must have been good. Yeah. Oh, it was delicious. I will tell you that. <laughs> Let's have another beer before we leave. Come on. <laughs> yeah, those are the days, man, back in the... Hey, you know, never. Let's not bring that up, actually. Let's, let's move forward from there. Uh, so we got big plans for the long weekend. Uh, try to not um, freeze to death. It kind of sounds like is what everyone's going to be. I think it's a very wise decision to not to not freeze to death, and there's no question about that. I just uh, I kind of love you know one thing I love about working mornings is the fact that by the time you're done with work at noon or one or whatever it is, you got all Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. You got basically a four day weekend after about one o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. I love that. No show on Monday, huh? No, mm-hmm. MLK, baby. Yep. MLK, where I grew up, man, MLK was God. You did not mess with MLK. That's all I'm saying. So He's saluting the flag yep. back there. I will be honoring MLK by working on Monday. Uh, damn. You don't work Monday, really? Yeah. Oh, well. Shoulder to the wheel, huh? That's right. The news goes on, Tom. Important, vital news and information must be delivered no matter what the day. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call the news department and ask them to send me the, uh, what are we going to do if we don't have Chris on Monday? Yeah, Girl, I think I, they'd be just fine. Just, trust me. Just, just run you know some reruns or something of like a <laughs> yeah, previous broadcast. Chris, we'll do so you don't feel like you're missing out on your day. Uh, me or AJ will just FaceTime you and we can pretend like you're doing a segment to us. Uh, yeah, that'd be that fun. There we yeah. go. Yeah, let's do that. Perfect. You know what? We'll just call in to the news show. We'll yeah. just yeah, we'll there call into go. the news. Fine. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Chris said to put me on the air right now. <laughs> right. So catch me through, Buck. We're let's gonna go. Show up in a suit and tie to Hubbard. <laughs> just... I'll call in though. I will call in. I'll pretend I'm like from way up north, this old crab. Get that guy in that blue shirt off the air. He's terrible. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I, of course, never got any of those when I was at 1,500 KSTP back in the 1970s. Oh, no. no not, none of those calls ever. Oh, no. We didn't ever get any of those calls. And, you know, for Tevin here, they, of course, thought I was one of your brothers, so they would he'd go after me even harder because of the sound of my voice, there's, I guess. There's a lot of radio personalities. I remember, uh, shoot, there was a B96 radio guy oh. uh, back in the day. Shoot, I can't remember his name. Tony Peter, Fly, Tony, right? Tony Fly. And oh, no I remember yet. listening to him on the radio, and I like just assumed he was black. You know, yeah, sounds yep. got the deep, you know, stereotypical <laughs> black voice. He's on the hip hop station. 
white guy. So yeah, you can't. You can never be too certain <laughs> about what you're listening to. White guy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he ended up needing radio in L.A. I think. Yeah, he's out on, uh, or he was at least out with Michael, not Michael Che, Michael Yo, doing a uh, radio show out in L.A. on Sirius XM. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've heard him on Sirius before. He was always a nice guy to me. I know that was very pleasant to me. So it's, thank you. And I think, didn't he have the TV show? Yeah, that's the first time I saw it. On the like fly. On the, on the yeah. fly. We used to bring comedians. Like, like the so CW bad. or something. I remember being like, that was the moment I saw him. And I was like, whoa, he's yeah. white. Yeah, yeah on the fly with Tony Fly, and then I, I, I wanted to do a show myself, but on the Bernard with Tom Bernard didn't sound as good. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'd have to uh, workshop something. I think we can make yeah. that. Let's workshop that title a little bit. Let's regroup on Tuesday and see what we come up with. How about this at the bar with Barnard? Huh? Yeah. Be too bad you weren't like a farmer because you've written like barnyard, Bar Bernard yeah. somewhere. Barnyard, yeah, Bernard, that's yeah. true. Yeah, true, true, no question. I still, by the way, to this day, get letters from people that spell B A R Y A R D, B A B A R N Y A R D. Our Bernard, Bernard like, it literally is Barnyard. It's like Barnyard, Barnyard. Tom Barnyard, Saint, Saint Bernard, like that. The way it's spelled, like that. Yeah, you, get, you used to get a That's lot of mail. B E R, like that. yeah, yeah, B E R. Yeah, it's true. Well, screw them. That's all I have to say. Obviously. What are they doing now? Probably listening okay. to the show. I hope so. Support the show. All right, Chrissy, it's time to kick off your weekend. What do you got, like about 10 minutes on the TV and then you get to go home? Yeah, I got to go do an hour over there at the old uh, the old coal mine. The when coal. I'm done with that. <laughs> when I, when <laughs> I'm done digging up an hour of news, coal? content, and information, then I'll hose off. And Is that why when I see you later on? Hose like, off and get it old-fashioned. He's just covered in soot. There's a cloud of smoke that falls I'm, I'm throughout the hall. I'm covered in news. Uh, the news residue is all over me. You gotta go home and shower the news off of you, yeah. You know, I do love that one thing, but and I agree with him, by the way. Don't be leaving your garbage laying around, but, but I just love these people. It's like, Make sure that you return your plastic bottles to a recycling center because they're dangerous enough the way it is anyway. And we have to live in a cleaner earth on a cleaner earth. Yeah, that's right. China's opening up a new coal mine every week. <laughs> so I don't know how much your pop bottle is going to make any difference. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And Chris yeah. Eggert's just like polluting all of Hubbard with his news. So yeah, I, my, you know. news, my news dust, it's just like a trail of it when I'm walking down the hallway from. We, we call it snailing. Just leave. Oh, Jesus. I want you to run in. Who's your producer of the of the morning news? Well, we have several. Depends on what hour, but okay. So, which the first hour? Who's the producer? Uh, let's see. First producer, or who's your favorite? Say, uh, producer Rachel is the one who does our our biggest hour in the morning. Not my buddy Rachel, is it? What's that? Not my buddy Rachel that used to work at the Q, is it? Ah, uh, no. Oh God, I love her. She's wonderful. I want you to sit down. And before you read your first story, do this. <clears throat> Busy day in the newsroom, Rachel. And then start doing the news. Yeah, what do you think? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I do like to, I like to, well, first of all, we don't have freaking scripts anymore. I used to love doing That's, that. I know. It was phenomenal, wasn't it? And now we have these stupid freaking iPads. Look at this. Just bang thing. the iPad on the table. <laughs> I got to sit there and hold this stupid thing. It barely ever works. Oh, you look like a nerd. I know. <laughs> Eh. Back in do... my day, we prepared these with a freaking typewriter too. Yeah, my day, uh. really, my day. 
We did use a typewriter for my first job. You're good to go, homie. Well, I look forward to talking to you again next week, pal. Enjoy your weekend, you guys. We get very lucky because, like I said, we shorten the the, uh, show back down to a podcast-size show, which I really, really like. That's a wonderful plan. All right. So I'll be started with you. So that means I'll pack pack it in like what about a three minute segment? Is that what we're looking at? No, uh, you get the same size. Not a problem. Oh. Okay. You sound disappointed. <laughs> he does sound disappointed. <laughs> I only want to be on for three minutes, Tom. What do you think of that? All right, Pally. We will talk Bye. to you next Tuesday. Thanks a lot. Channel Five's Chris Edgar brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free forty eight minute evaluation nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. We shall take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Well, I hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that is a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys Island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now, that's the reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, maybe, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here. And Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell in Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from coast to coast mortgage should get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's international realty group here in Minnesota. And Kristen, his mortgage colleague lives and works in the keys. So they both know the Florida keys, new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That is onekeywest.com. Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC has a mutiny on his hands. His sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new Buicks and GMCs, then warmed them up, moved them to plow, and reparked them again. He even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan, a sale. This is crazy. Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub-zero weather. That's right. Everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six more inches tomorrow. I'm 5'6". How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup? I'm Jim Paul, and, well, car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales. This idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so, okay, the crew has decided. Yeah! Now we're talking So then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom Snow sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at valleycardealers.com. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation 
consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com.